Gosh Pods, pediatric educational podcast series from Great Ormond Street Hospital. Gosh Pods are brought to you by the Gosh Learning Academy. Welcome back to another episode of our research podcast series and in specific we are talking about PPIE again today. With me I've got the lovely Deirdre back who is going to be introducing us to a very special guest Sumi who works on the YPAG and basically what we want to do today is talk about the patient or young person voice really sticking to that message of the child first and always and the way that we can do that is by asking children and young people what they think about the the research experience that we do at GOSH and how they get involved in that. So welcome back Deirdre, welcome Sumi, please feel free to tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure, um, so I just thought I'd start with just um, introducing Sumi but first um, chatting a little bit about the YPAC and what they do um, and then we'll have a I'm just going to have a, a catch up with Sumi. So the YPAG stands for the Young Persons Advisory Group for Research at GOSH. The GOSH YPAG are part of a national network called Generation R. And basically Generation R YPAGs are spread across the country. And the children and young people that are on these groups essentially believe that more research should be carried um, out with children and young people and not on them to make sure that it's better suited to their needs and the needs of the patients. So the remit basically is that the GOSH YPAG meets six times a year and they work with researchers to ensure they're putting the patient's journey at the centre of their research. And that is basically in the design, delivery and dissemination of the research results. So GOSH YPAG, as I said, meet six times a year, but they do an awful lot of work in between times online for researchers. And uh, Sumi will be telling us a little bit about that in a minute. But the other YPAGs are all run differently. So GOSH YPAG will meet those amounts of times a year, but other YPAGs meet once a month or uh, less often than that. So we're all slightly different, but we all follow the same remit, really. So I just wanted to say hi to Sumi. Um, and Sumi is one of our 32 members on Gosh YPAG, and she's kindly taken some time out to join us today. I just wanted to ask her what she thinks about the YPAG and the important work it does. So Sumi, it's so unusual for me to see just yourself on the screen and not 20 or more YPAG members with you at one of our meetings. Can you remind me, how long have you been a member of YPAG now and, and what made you want to join the group? I have been a member for six years now. It's hard to believe, but I guess my hard work has done a lot. The aspect that made me join the group was that I really wanted to help Gosh in one way or another as I have spent my entire life up until adulthood being a patient and I wanted to do something to give back. So I found out about YPAG on the GOSH website and signed up straight away. Then a few years later, I got my brother Bab to join too, as it gives another voice to the group and it also helps boost confidence. It's amazing. And, and what's even more amazing, Sumi, is that you've recruited um, another member to Gosh YPAG, which is fantastic. And it's lovely when Babandeep comes along to the meetings as well. Um, so that's incredible that, you know, you really want to give something back to Gosh. And we find that a lot with YPAG members, Sarah, that, you know, young people just want to give something back to the hospital and really believe in research and working with researchers. It's just fantastic. So, Sumi, um, I just wanted to ask you, why do you think researchers need to listen to what you and the other YPAG members have to say to them? 
I feel that young people have more broader perspectives and the younger generation think differently and some are likely to be studying medical related sciences. Also like myself being a long-term patient having experienced so much at a young age, I feel it's vital for researchers to really get, get a worthy chance to get our points of views across. Having said that, young patients who have gone through a lot of treatments and procedures have a different mentality and preference of the way they see the medical side of things and how they want to see improvement from personal experiences. That's, that's interesting that you've said that because what I've learned with working with the YPAC is basically how many of you are what I like to call experts by experience, you know, being gosh patients or siblings of patients and how also our public members also really consider an advocate for the patient group. It's so important, isn't it? Can you tell me, Sumi, a little bit about what usually happens at a YPAG meeting? So if somebody's listening in now and thinking, oh, I want to work with YPAG, what goes on at a meeting? What, what do they look like? We have been using Zoom since May last year, and we are looking forward to going back to a blend of Zoom and in-person meetings for the future. Our meetings start at 11 a.m. on a Saturday, six times a year, and we usually meet with between three to six research groups who pitch our present or present their research study to us. Every YPAG meeting has a consistent agenda and we have regular breaks in between sessions. In terms of supporting various medical researchers, I do a lot of different things. For example, designing information leaflets, giving my opinions, ideas, and thoughts on the research itself, thinking about it from a patient's point of view. We also fill in questionnaires, and most recently, some of us took part in making a video for gene therapy. We usually have lunch at 1 p.m. and finish meetings around 2.45. If we were in person, then we would have the tree of fruitful feedback and stick our feedback on. Yeah, I've, I've been missing the tree of fruitful feedback. Um, I can't imagine back to the time when we would all be together in the room doing our tree of fruitful feedback at the end of a meeting. So it just goes to show, you know, how varied our, our meetings are and what goes on with them, but that we do stri stick to a, a tight timetable um, and we make sure that we give researchers their full session and our full attention um, when they come to meetings. So. I know as you've been a member of YPAG for so long, you'll have met with so many researchers, but can you remember a particular YPAG meeting uh, or a project that you really felt that you had great input into? I always try to give all my opinions and ideas to researchers to ensure I make a difference. So I remember two really insightful projects that I gave and gained a lot on. One of the projects was on AI technology, which stands for artificial intelligence. The researcher was inventing a robot machine that could potentially examine patient x-rays to decrease waiting times at A&E. This was really interesting as we were all very 
opinionated with our feelings and how we felt with a robot. Well, that, that, it's interesting you say that, Sumi, because this researcher has actually gone on to be awarded um, an NIHR clinical fellowship. And now she'll be working with, I think it's three YPAC members are going on to support her as her advisory committee. Um, so they're really involved in the research cycle from beginning to end, which is, which is fantastic. And it also just shows me how prepared researchers need to be for a session, you know, and be very clear on what they want from the group and, and, and be enthusiastic and really listen to the, what the group have to say, because you very often come up with feedback and ideas that none of us would ever have thought of. So finally, Sumi, have you got one piece of advice that you could give to researchers um, when they're coming to a meeting? You just said um, uh, you just said there that you were very opinionated with your feelings and what you thought about the research. But can you just give us a little bit of advice to pass on to any researchers that might be listening? Yes. Don't be scared when we give constructive criticism. We represent (laughs) the patient and young person's voice. And we just want the patient to have the best experience of your research. So it's important you get it right. Come prepared and tell us about yourself and the medicine and its science behind the research, as we like to learn too. I think that's fantastic advice. It's really, that's really excellent. So on that note, it's it's back to you, Sarah. And thank you so much, Sumi. You're welcome. Yeah, thank you so much, Sumi. That was absolutely brilliant um, and really excellent advice. Um, So could I just ask um, either yourself or Deirdre, where can you find YPAG to get in touch with? So you can email um, myself, so my email address, or the research.ppi at gosh.nhs.uk, and I'll manage that inbox and pass on your research queries to the YPAG and see if they will be available to meet with you. And we plan then your session, which could take a couple of planning sessions, as Sumi said, to get it right and make sure that you know what it is you you need to ask the group. But yeah, please do get in touch um, with the YPAG through that email address and we'll get back to you. And also, if you just wanted um, some ideas, Sarah, um, for um, impact case studies, they'll be up on the website in a couple of weeks. And that will give researchers an idea of some of the really good YPAG sessions and the good impact that the group have had. And this AI project that um, Sumi mentioned is actually one of those uh, six PPIE impact case studies on the website that you can have a look at. Brilliant. Great. Well, um, that sadly is us coming to the end of this episode of this research podcast. But I'd just like to take a moment to give extra special thanks to Sumi for taking the time out of her day, even after a school day, to come and talk to us about YPAG. And again to Deirdre for coming and making time to talk to us about research and PPIE. No Um, problem. And we hope to see you again in the next podcast. Oh, that would be fantastic. So if any of you are interested in joining me at YPAG, if you're in between 10 and 21 years of age, you could join us. And we would be happy to welcome you to our YPAG family. Oh, love it. Thank you for listening to Gosh Pods. If you would like more information on courses and educational opportunities offered by Gosh Learning Academy, please visit the website at www.gosh.nhs.uk and search Learning Academy or follow us on Twitter at Gosh Learn Academy.